anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, fun, and inspiring. We are going to rock out together. We are going to rock out together. What is this show? What is Cruising Together? It's a show where I, Greg Schiegel, as one of your co-hosts, and, and I, Chris Jeruso, as a other co-host, are chronologically watching every movie that Tom Cruise has ever acted in and bringing a guest on to discuss those movies one by one in order. And today... We are discussing Rock of Ages. We are rocking out with Rock of Ages with a rock star guest who rocks. I almost want to try and come up with a Flintstones name for him. I think Krebstar sounds like a Flintstone name. No, Krebstar is a reference to The Adventures of Pete and Pete, which is a tremendous TV program. It doesn't make it not also but why? sound why would, like a Flintstone but, name. But what part of that is Flintstone? That's more like star. a Jetsons name, star. Krebstar. That's more Jetsons. The Flintstones were always <laughs> looking at the stars. I don't think they ever we're looked making, at. Uh, yeah, they were looking at stars like constellations. They were looking at stars like uh, like uh, the Big Dipper. No, what? Oh, I can't think of the name. Let's. Be, our guest will know. Our guest, you'll know, Anne Margrock. That's the star I was trying to think <laughs> oh, <yeah>. of. <laughs> that's the one I was. That's the star I couldn't think of. Or Rock Hudson. Or Rock Hudstone was probably his name. Probably didn't, didn't Bewitch show up on there at one point too? Actual Bewitched or the lady that Elizabeth Montgomery? And I feel like both of them. I don't know. I don't Somebody just jumped. He jumped the line. We didn't even introduce them. That's okay. Rock stars don't wait in line. Rock stars don't wait in line. Our guest. <laughs> That's true. Here's the accreditation of our guest. He's our first accredited guest. Wait, what? Oh yeah. He, in his past, officially reviewed movies for the internet. Is that accurate? The internet? Exactly. And is a member All of... the internet. Possibly still a member of the Online Reviewers Guild. Which may or may not be a real thing, which may or may not have stolen my money. Our guest... Nevertheless, you're the first guest to have these credentials. Yeah, and our guest's name is Tyler Shaneline. Welcome, Tyler, to Cruising Together. Thank you, guys. I'm really happy to be here. Tyler also has uh, uh, credit for... You've, you've listened to every show. yes. I don't want to say super fan. That's been available? Yes. We always appreciate that, because then you know what's coming, mm-hmm. even though we'll still explain everything to our listeners. But he doesn't want to say super fan. He doesn't want to say super Rockstar fan? Rockstar fan? I want fan? you guys to say super fan. Rockstar fan? Ooh, I like that. That's yeah. Like, hey, very appropriate. Oh, he's drinking a Rockstar drink. We're recording a rock and roll show. Do you play any instruments, Tyler Shaneline? Does rock band count? No. My guitar I say makes no a click because, clack sound. Because as far it. as I'm concerned, Rock Band is one of the worst games ever. Fine. I, How about Guitar Hero? I refer to all of those games as DJ Hero. I refer to all of those games as party killers. Because <laughs> if you're having a party and somebody brings out Rock Band or Guitar Hero, the only people having fun are the people playing that game, and that means at most four people are having fun, and everybody else is hearing. Terrible music. I agree with you 100%. I only play it with my wife. It, it actually brought us together when we first started dating, playing rock band together. What do you, th- what do you think uh, of that, Greg? Well, that's one point worst in game favor ever? of rock band. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's not the worst game ever. It's still the party killer. Part, Wait, sure. Well, any video game kind of is a party killer. You're, you're isolating everybody else. No, 
Yeah, but what if it's a video game party? But the difference is, I've actually had those, so good point. Let's say, let's say you're playing Tetris or Joust, two of the great games of all time. Thrilling to watch. Go on. No, but that egg, get it. But if you don't want to watch people playing Joust, and I do not blame you, you go do something else. You can listen to music. You can enjoy conversation. But when Rock Band is on and somebody is singing, you can't listen to other music because there's these clowns clicking yellow, blue, green, and red. You can still talk to people while other no, people are then singing. The person you're trying to talk to is like watching this bad karaoke. Listen, I can be wrong, but I'm probably not. Well, Rock Band also gave me one of my favorite stories of all time, which is when uh, New York Comic Con a few years back, our booth was set up right across from a Rock Band booth. And uh, one of one of the uh, Image founders who remained nameless was at the booth, and he was just almost tearing his hair out. That's Image Comics. Founders. Image Comics, yeah. yes. That's just for the listener. Absolutely. Understandable. <laughs> and I was like, what's, what's, what's wrong? What's the problem? Like, There's this clicking sound. I can't stop hearing this entire show. I just Everywhere I go, I hear this in this booth. I keep hearing click, 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 click. And it had to be explained to him that it was the video game, and, and he was still very confused. I have a theory as who this is, but I won't say it. I will guess after the show. Yeah, don't say Eric's name. Oh, oh, oh just kidding. Da, 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 da. Well, you said tearing his hair out. <laughs> That's oh, true. Busted. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, the movie is Rock of Ages. And as we like to do, as we start our, our shows... Before we discuss it, so that the, so the listener listeners knows. who aren't familiar completely with the, with the movie will become familiar, so that they have, they have something to, uh, to ground them. Right. We like to do something called a plot recap battle that we don't have a theme song for because, I don't know. At one point, didn't we talk about doing uh, 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 Tom's Diner? The, the Suzanne yeah. Vega song is the theme song for that? I was actually going to suggest that as a bit for when, recount when Tom uh, uh, Cruise eats something in the movie. Oh. That's Tom's oh, Diner. like War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah, like War of the Worlds. <laughs> yeah, t- that, that, uh, that episode Tyler hasn't heard yet because he hasn't been released. Oh. No, but it's all right. The listener will know by now. We're like, we're like folding in on ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's actually surprising. I don't know how many movies Tom eats anything in. He eats a lot of grapes in... Actually, he doesn't eat any of the grapes in Days nope. of Thunder. Just a big basket of grapes. He doesn't eat a single one of them. He eats people's necks in Vamp- Improv with the Vampire. Rock of Sucking ages. them all them bloods. Rock of Ages. Is he chewing gum? He eats a lot of booze. He's drinking yeah, he food, drinks a yeah. lot. Yeah, and he and he. I like, think he eats something at he, some point. He kind of dumps it into his. He pours it from like a, like twelve inches above his mouth. He, of course, he's a he's he's Stacy Jacks. All right, let's recap the yes. movie. I can't remember though. Who recapped first? I think. Hold on. Let me look at. Let me think back because we like to alternate. So you went second with Night and Day. So that means you went first with Ghost Protocol, which means I go first for Rock of Ages. All right. Plot recap battle. Here's how it works for the listener. Tyler, you know this already. Super fan. Chris and I have prepared written recapitulations of the movie. We will read them to you and the listener. And you, Tyler, as our guest, using whatever criteria you choose, will decide who recapped best and who is recapitated. When did you guys start doing it this way? Well, the, the recap battle or just... Recap battle. We did recap battle with uh, the first one was Goldmember, I think. 
I think you're right. Yeah, I think Goldmember might have been the first one. I just started listening to that episode on the mm. way on, on the way to the convention today. Well, there so. you go. Well, that's how it works. Excellent. And recapitated was coined by our friend and past guest, Drew Gill. So oh. props to Drew for coining recapitated because it's pretty great. I can't argue with that, especially because yeah. I won't argue with anything Drew says. Just Never. for my own Don't argue with well-being. Drew. Uh, so I will begin. I'll do my recap first. Chris, you will follow. All right. And we will throw to Tyler as the judge. Have at it. All right. Rock of Ages recap with spoilers by Greg Shegel. It's an 80s rock and roll jukebox musical starring Tom Cruise as rock god Stacy Jacks and his effects on the bourbon room and those in and around it in a world where the band journey might not exist. City boy jukebox hero dreaming Drew wants to rock, and after his big break, he ends things with small town girl slash stardom seeking singer Sherry on account of he thinks she did sex stuff with Stacy Jacks. Club owner Dennis loves rock and roll and needs Stacy to perform to keep the club alive. The mayor's wife, Patricia, isn't going to take it and protests Jax and wants the club shut down. After Sherry hardens her heart and becomes a stripper and Drew joins a boy band by approaching his career in any way his manager wants it, they're all reunited at the Bourbon Room. Patricia's revealed to be a former Stacy Jax groupie. The club is saved while Dennis and his cohort Lonnie can't fight their feelings anymore and become a gay couple. Stacy wanted to know what love is, and ends up with Constance, a reporter for Rolling Stone, who outs Jax's manager Paul as a slimeball, and slimeball Paul gets knocked out by Heyman, Stacy Jax's baboon. Also, don't stop believing that Mary J. Blige is in the movie, too. She runs the strip club. The end. Excellent job, sir. Thank you. I say nothing until all the cards are on the table. All right. Can I say anything, or just keep? Waiting? I mean, you can, unless you want to hear the next one. And if you're if you're ready to just give Greg the uh, the, uh, the win, close. He hit on all, hearing he, me. Classic, he hit on all my all classic the... Chris shooting himself in the foot before he can even speak. Hit he, it, Chris. Whenever you're ready. All right, let me get ready here. People get ready. That's a song, right? It is now. <laughs> I just coined it. Coined it. You don't coin it. Oh, oh boy. Rock of Ages. He already wins. <laughs> is a feel-good cheesy musical that follows the romance of Sherry, an aspiring singer from Oklahoma who moves to L.A. with dreams of stardom, and Drew, an aspiring rock musician with dreams of stardom. Their story intertwines with bar owners Dennis and Lonnie, rock star legend Stacy Jacks, Played by Tom Cruise and many others. All of the actors are aware that they are performing in a cheesy musical, except for Tom Cruise, who is incapable of phoning in a dialed back performance, which causes the movie to oscillate between feeling like an episode of Glee one moment and an authentic biopic the next. Rock and roll and true love save the day. This movie is bananas. All right. So now we turn to you, Tyler, as our guest and recap battle judge. Talk us through it or declare a winner, however you want to play this. This is very tough. Um, I was actually uh, signed with Chris initially, but I'm a little thrown as his recount had a lot of opinions laced throughout it. Is that allowed? Your criteria. Hmm. If if you think that that doesn't work, that's fine. If you think that that helps, 
That's also fun. Oh, yeah. it worked. It, it you're was the a judge, jury. Yeah, and, you're the judge, jury, and, and recap, recapitator. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that it was allowed and that it wasn't like verbal juicing, basically, that you were you're you pumping only have, up your... The only, the only authority you need check with is yourself. That's right. You are... The one man I can't trust. You are the lead singer of Ooh. this situation. Oh, you can trust yourself in this circumstance. I apologize. I got to go with Chris. Wow. <laughs> wow. So After, now because of the opinions... Uh, I like the opinions. Uh, I like the use of bananas uh, and the uh, soundtrack in the background, the little guitar going. Uh, sure. That, Dead I, or alive. Yeah, come on. So you're saying if I had put music behind mine, I might have had a better shot. Yeah. You, and, so just merely mentioning nearly every song in the movie wasn't enough. No, it's fine. No, the judgment you know what? stands. <laughs> no, no. You, re- you reminded me that you did listen. Oh, you know what the problem was? You mentioned Journey. Yeah. And um, we can't curse on this, right? You can do whatever you want. I'll be polite and just say that one of my major notes in, in this was F Journey. Interesting. So I feel like this is going to be an exciting episode because I think we all have different opinions about what we experienced with this movie <laughs> and how we took it in. And I think this is going to be exciting I think our stuff. experiences are going to correlate to it. I think there's going to be some ley lines where things cross over. Yeah. But just here, for, for instance, thank you for your judgment, Tyler, mm-hmm. even though I lost. For instance. Wait, congratulations on uh, accepting that graciously. I'm unlike, nothing if not gracious. Unlike the the recapitated of the last two episodes. <laughs> Wait, well, so you've lost you've lost first. three in a row now? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> I lost like the last two, and I was uh, and I cha- and I tried to challenge those decisions. I don't challenge decisions. We shouldn't. But you, you stepped up your game. You learned from your mistakes, and it shows. Thanks, man. <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Journey would lose me points. <laughs> so here's anyone. So, there, so okay, this, this might get into a little bit of a segment we'll do later, but I think I find, well, Tyler. <laughs> That's me. Before I get to what I was going to say, how do you take in, like, what was your take on this movie? So, first and foremost, I cannot stand musicals. I, <laughs> I avoid them like the plague generally because uh, telling, telling a story through song is the lowest form of communication. Now... <laughs> of, of all the of all the musicals that have existed that you've seen, do you have a favorite? Is there like a West Side Story? Okay, uh, I actually That's a major one. I I did theater in high school and oh I was I, I did musicals and uh, maybe like that's human, part of the. You're problem. like the human black and white wait, cookie. Wait, let me ask. Let me ask you this: <laughs> You a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I'm a huge fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, except for two episodes. Oh, the, no. the one where she gets drunk because that is one of the worst episodes of television, and the musical episode. Once more with feeling? Oh, God. I I didn't like it either. The only thing that can get away with musicals, in my mind, is The Simpsons. The Simpsons musicals, uh, early seasons. How do you feel about The Wizard of Oz? Oh, again, trying so hard not to curse. That that movie is like fingernails on my face. I cannot stand. My wife loves Wizard of Oz. How about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? I love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That's a musical. I know it is a musical, but the music, it doesn't necessarily force the story along it doesn't make up for the lack of dialogue there's still great dialogue in that there's great acting all right it's i think a lot of musicals they just lean too heavy on we're gonna tell this story through song what about a disney cartoon like a beauty and the beast a little mermaid a lion king a jungle book there's actually an entire shelf of every disney film in my house i'm a big disney fan all right so you don't hate all musicals no not all i hate I hate musicals in general. Like I, sure. I, won't, I would never have seen this movie in a million years. Of course. And That's why we thank you and apologize in advance. No apologies necessary. This movie was hilarious. <laughs> I, I casually forgot it was a musical, I guess, when I put it on. And so when you're on the bus and what's 
the Sherry Christian. Sherry Christian is is <laughs> on the bus. She starts singing. You're like, why is nobody else disturbed? Yeah, but then they and all then start joining. Yeah, I'm on the ground, just like I'm laughing so hard. I could I, I couldn't get over it. I, I, it was wonderful. It's oh, absolutely if, awful. If I may interject for a moment, of course you may. You're one of the co-hosts. She's on the bus. She's admiring her record collection yeah. that she's yes. got in her giant as, suitcase. Yeah. As one does. Of which there is plenty of room for in that seat. This is like first class bus. Yeah. Well, it's 1987. Okay. Yeah. Buses have changed. Interjection. This is also a world where Journey doesn't exist. Done. Oh, that's sweet, sweet world. So that probably helps the bus situation. But it helps and, every situation. And Bon Jovi. Does Bon Jovi exist? All right. So this is the first. Okay. Why would you even say something like I've that? I've written down. I've made a list. Of all the songs and who recorded the songs and when the songs were recorded. Oh, and one thing I do want to interject. Uh, yeah. may, may I also interject? Of course, Please. you're the guest. Okay. <laughs> Is that while I genuinely, genuinely dis- dislike and stay away from musicals, this was the first musical where I knew every word to every song. <laughs> so that may have helped. Sure. And the, and the songs weren't specifically geared towards moving the story along necessarily. It was a, it was a bit odd. Yeah. Sometimes they just felt jarring and completely out of place, which yeah. made it, made it well, fun. What, before I get to this list I've written down, one of the things that in Chris, your review, was that like everybody is in on the joke except for Tom Cruise. <laughs> and I felt... That's his life. I felt a little the opposite. I felt like everybody was in on the joke except for the two leads. I felt like Sherry and Drew... Oh, because they were the most sincere. They were so in their, sincere and their... serious in their portrayal of what they were doing. And everybody else was just like dialed rock and roll to 11 that it seemed like these two don't get what's happening and it's it's it threw me off a bit. I'm like every scene with them, aside from her being very attractive, and he's pretty attractive too. He was very pretty. Outside of their scenes where they're attractive, they were boring me to death. Oh, they were terrible as actors. As actors, <laughs> like, as, as pretty much the entire cast uh is, was 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 terrible at acting. They were just all bad at yeah, their jobs. But they were cast well. Obviously, not I all think, of them. I think the the girl, she's well, no. she's a real country music singer. Like these, no, are, she's a dancer. She's she's uh, she's, she's a, from Dancing with the uh, Dance with the Stars. Like that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, she's it was a good. dancer more than a singer. She was in the remake of Footloose. Somebody's a singer. Don't ever watch that. Oh, I did. I've not. <laughs> Don't ever watch Footloose. Re- no, watch Footloose. Foot- Footloose teaches everyone that dance can change the world. The remake of Footloose, <laughs> those everybody know they can change the channel. Hey oh wow. Deed, 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 deed. Nailed it. Put that on the poster. <laughs> uh so anyway, I think that's interesting. But let's talk about this uh the music for a second. Because I made this list of all the songs in the movie and when they were released, and several of them are way after nineteen. Oh, ridiculously so. It, 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 and I, I got to say, again, I really enjoyed the music. It was like they pulled a mixtape out of my Jansport backpack <laughs> from, like, 1989 and just put it, in the, put it in and started playing. But the one thing that I kept thinking of is, in this world, where clearly Journey doesn't exist. Again, such a beautiful world. Because none of her records are Journey. But they sing uh, Don't Stop Believing." And they well, sing. he wrote. The yeah, kid he wrote. He writes, actually, he writes Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> he gets credit. They sing Any Way You Want It. And her name is Sherry, so presumably it's a reference to Oh Sherry, which well, is a solo song. They also give you, they give you like a quick, like a little pump fake. Like yeah. they start at just the beginning, you think that's the oh, song the little coming. ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so, they, so either Journey doesn't exist or Steve Perry doesn't exist in oh, this world. One of those go two Go on. <laughs> now, we are at odds because I like Journey and I like Steve but Perry. But Steve Perry's hair is in this movie on the head of Russell Brand. Steve Perry's hair was never that big. Steve Perry's hair looks more like Tom Cruise's hair when he's not wearing the bandana. When he's like rocking out, and it's just it's just that straight. 
longish hair. That's Steve Perry. No, no, I got to go with Chris. He had he had the peacock top a couple Steve of times. Perry? Steve Perry. When they were doing what's the video that was on Beavis and Butthead a bunch when separate they were, ways. So yeah, he has he has a bit of a you peacock. Sure? Top. I feel like he did. We're a gonna during the break. I just meant in the in the gross th- disgustingness I, of it. I think of him and I, and I think of peacock. I always think Steve Perry and I think of just like a very sort of almost like a page boy haircut, but not. It just sort of falls. It just sort of falls flat. I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Prince Valiant. <laughs> well, I'm always thinking about Prince Valiant, but <laughs> Steve Perry predates hair metal. So his hair is like 70s, early 80s rock. Well, yeah, because he doesn't belong in this world. In this world, he, he doesn't exist. Such so a sweet world. I've been, I was trying to figure out, first of all, here's a pop quiz. Pop quiz, Hot Shots. What? 50, 50 miles an hour. What band... What band has the most songs in this musical? What song? What band appears the most? I'm gonna say Journey. You say Journey. Tyler, do you have a guess? I gotta go. I'm gonna go Poison. Poison. All right. I feel like there was at least three Poison songs, maybe four. There are two Poison songs. I was wrong. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait. Uh, that they actually sing. There are two Poison songs. They sing. Isn't there a me- melody that they has? They say every rose has its thorn, yeah. and nothing but a good time. Oh, I was singing "Unskinny Bop" in my head during the Journey songs. That's they never play "Unskinny Bop." <laughs> Mistake. Now, apparently, "Talk Dirty to Me" is playing in the background yes, at some that, point. It absolutely was. No, it was playing, but nobody's singing. <gasps> I watched the extended edition. Oh, so somebody sings "Talk Dirty to Me" because it was it was playing for long enough that I started singing along with it because that is one of my. But was one of the characters singing it, or was just playing in the background? <sighs> According to Wikipedia, it's just playing in the background. It might just be. I think it's playing in the background when they're in the strip club. Actually, now that I think about it. the strip, the, the, the bathing suit strip club. Yes. Now, Journey <laughs> so has offended. two songs: "Any Way You Want It" and "Don't Stop Believing." The band with the most songs has three. Je- oh, Starship! No, not Starship. The songs are "Jukebox Hero," really waiting for a girl like you, waiting, and I want to know what love is, and that band. Is Foreigner, which is fascinating because all those songs are like early 80s songs, mm-hmm. and this thing's all about hair metal in the late 80s. It seemed like a disconnect for me, a little bit, but it just tells you those early songs are better story songs than Smoking in the Boys Room or Unskinny Bob. <laughs> <laughs> You're just pushing my buttons now. I was never a hair metal guy, uh, so, well, <laughs> you know. I don't know what to say about ba- that. There was one more like ballads. Like every rose has its thorn, and uh, is it? I don't know. The foreigner, sweet song, child though. of mine. I'm just saying, there were no Guns N' Roses songs in this. Paradise whatsoever. City, Paradise it opened City. with Paradise City. Oh, it did. Yeah, Tom Cruise, Tom I think, Cruise was singing it. Paradise City. Oh yeah, because I was having a hard time deciding if that was him or Sebastian Bach at the very beginning singing. I was like, did they? Dub? It was him. It was I, yeah, Tom well, yeah, I looked it up and I, later. And so, so is Stacy Jacks? Is he a direct analog for one specific guy, or do you think he's a mixture of? Oh, he's in a I saw I saw two of them in there for sure. All right, who are your two? I saw Axl Rose in there, of course, certainly, and I saw um, Nikki Six uh, from Motley Crue. Interesting, uh, with his behavior, his drinking, uh, his look. In fact, actually, his look was very. I mean, you're, I know you're a big Crue fan, so you, you saw this too. <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff. I know most of this because I made this list. <laughs> um, Chris, who's the guy that was what on are the, all the Frank Sinatra songs to hurting? Who's the one on the VH1? All the VH1 dating shows. Who is that? Oh, that's Brent Michaels, Rock of Love. Yeah, another another thing that brought me and my wife together watching that horrible show. So that I reviewed for a website, full circle. Of course you did, because you are in the online reviewers guild. Yes, which may or may not be a real thing. No, TBD. 
I interviewed somebody that was in a Tom Cruise movie too. I forgot I was going to tell you. Anthony um, Edwards. No, the guy that was in Grease Two and Empire Records. Grease Two and Empire Records. Uh, uh, John Travolta. Who was he in Grease Two? Uh, not John Travolta. Oh, that guy. Yeah, who was on uh, T.J. Hooker? T.J. Hook. Yeah, he was on a bunch of oh, stuff. Oh, what is his name? God, he was nice. I feel really bad. William it's, Shatner. No, not William Shatner. What is it? Studio audience chiming in. Yes, it has a Z in it. He hosted Solid Gold. The Z Boys? Not the Z Boys. <laughs> extra E, extra Z for f- extra flavor. Oh, that was such a great moment. Don't look it up. We're going to figure this out. It'll come to me. It's not Bob Zamuda. But it's... He was Rex Manning at Empire Records. Yeah, what is A great name? movie I, I, you probably haven't watched. All right. I'm not going to look it up. Our studio audience is going to look it up, but I'm going to think of it. So, studio audience, when you find it, don't say it out loud. And he was in a Tom Cruise movie that you guys did. Adrian I, Zemed. And that is not it. <laughs> I wish it was Adrian Zemed. That's his name. That's the guy from Grease 2, Adrian Zemed. The guy who played the lead in Grease 2? Zemed's yeah. dead, baby. Adrian wanted, Zemed. Yeah, Adrian Zemed has a cigarette and he folds it back into his mouth. That's Adrian Zemed from TJ Hooker and Solid Gold. The guy who's not Ralph Malchio? In Grease 2. Ralph Macchio's not in Grease 2. No, but Adrian Zemed looks like Ralph Macchio. I don't know about that. Can I use my internet yet? Yes, you can use your internet. <laughs> Max, Ma- the guy's Max name is Von Max. I, that's what my brain is saying, but Max Parrish. That name sounds familiar. He's a painter, I think. <laughs> that might be a painter. So what I was getting to is I'm watching this movie, and I'm trying to figure out in this world which bands exist, which bands don't exist. So I know that there's a handful of bands that exist because we see their records. Aerosmith exists. Poison exists. Lita Ford exists. Van Halen exists. Ario Speedwagon. Rush Quiet Riot Night Ranger and Def Leppard. Iron Maiden also exists because they have the album art up in the Tower Records. That is the wrong album art. That oh. album art was not released until the re-release of the album. There you Ooh. go. Rolling Stones exists. Yeah, well, because, because he makes of the magazines. Because well, the magazine comes in. He gets up. He's like, "Where's Mick?" Oh yeah, okay. The Rolling Stones exist. So does that mean Foreigner doesn't exist, or are they just because they sing a Night Ranger song? Night Ranger exists, but the album they show of Night Ranger is not the one with Sister Christian on it. Wow. They had two albums? They had more than two albums. (laughs) They have one hit song. (laughs) (laughs) The one everybody knows. But is there, can we figure this out or would this take up the entire show of devising who exists in this universe and not? Clearly Guns N' Roses doesn't exist. No. Because if he's singing Paradise City, he wrote Paradise City. Arsenal. Yeah. Which is obviously a, a yeah. gun would be in an arsenal. Interesting. I thought he mostly looked like, I thought he was mostly doing Axl Rose. At least in the way the way he moved, his physicality yeah. and in his posture. I would agree. He made himself. You know, normally he's in excellent shape for his movies. He also, this is certainly a movie he, where he is shirtless. He was he was shirtless most of the movie. He was in excellent shape, but he somehow made himself look more emaciated and skinny than he normally does by like just by doing the Axl Rose posture and. Hold sure. his shoulders back, and he had low, 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 uh, low-rise jeans. Sure, and those and those amazing, amazing tattoos, the the six shooters in six in the crotch, and crotch. The, the horrible, god awful nipple and snake encircling tattoo. Was it like it was like a heart on fire, right on was his chest? That what it was? I don't know. I think so. It was yeah, it was some garbage on him. <laughs> Uh, what I enjoyed, too, is I don't know if you noticed, at one point, it actually, I don't know if they'd flipped the film, or, but they actually switches nipples at one point during a scene. I, I did not know this yet. <laughs> that sounds uh, pretty exciting. Switch, 
<laughs> but like the cowboy hat stuff, nipples. that's Brett Michaelsy, right? The cowboy hat. Well, Axel Rose wore, wore a cowboy, cowboy hat, hat every once in a while as well, especially as I know the got... Macho Man wore a cowboy hat. Oh, Macho Man absolutely wore a cowboy <laughs> hat. Yeah. <laughs> I know that the Macho Man though physically. He's a lot more buff than any of these characters. Also shirtless more than any of these characters. Yep. Well, yeah, he takes his shirt off a lot, especially <laughs> when we're... You, wait, you know I do a podcast with the Macho Man, right? The current... The, 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 the ghost of Macho Man. Oh, I did not know that. It's, yeah, Macho Man. We review the films of Ralph Macho. And I, did, I did not know that. It's myself and the, the ghost, the ghost of, of... The 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 Macho King or the Macho Man? No, Macho Man. Macho King was all well and good. but And this is pre-WCW because uh, that, that Macho Man went to hell. Okay. Uh, WWF Macho Man went to heaven, and uh, I used my Ouija board, and I contact him, and we have a 30-minute talk about the films of Ralph Macho. Are you going in order? In order. We started with Up the Academy, the, mad, the, mad, the original Mad Magazine movie. Sure. With Ralph Macho and several other people. So our shows could have crossed over with The Outsiders. Well, that's the thing. is That's our next movie, actually, that we're going to be working it? on. You want guest stars? I think we're going to be shooting for that, because we have only done a couple episodes. We did a pilot. Oh, it's, yeah. This came about because my other podcast fell through. That just wasn't working out. A Marita or Less, where uh, me and the ghost of Pat Marita would review Les Claypool albums. Wow. And just... Uh, you went through a lot of partnerships with ghosts. Well, the Ouija... It only, I only get 30 minutes on the Ouija board. The, it, the time runs out. Before the Wi-Fi? The, well, no, it's... Before the Ouija-Fi. The electricity that's out. still well, inside. What do you think Y stands for? Well, that's a good question. Uh-huh. I think Y stands for why don't we get to see more ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> That's, well, you can't see. You just get being ridiculous. The ghost has to inhabit a person. Bus Slimer, yo. That's a movie. Wait, so the, the so this is real life we're talking so about. So you here. need to borrow a person for the ghost to yeah, inhabit. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. For I each episode. So that I actually have guests on my show, and the guest, the 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 ghost He's has the to inhabit the body of the guest. They're the host of the ghost. The ghost host. <laughs> of course. Follow me on Twitter at Macho Man. You know, you're, you're getting ahead of all the plugs. But speaking of, now would be a perfect time to take a break and talk about that and other things. So let's take a break and we'll be right back. Time to take a break from all this rocking. It's time to do so, a little bit of rolling. A little bit of, that's right. Roll on up to HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. For all past episodes of this show, show notes. In fact, this episode has a very exciting show note because while we were recording, ooh yes, world famous cartoonist Art Balthazar was in the room and was drawing everything we talked about. He drew the whole conversation. It's awesome, and that'll be posted up on the website. Also at the website, you can donate to support the show. Throw us a few bucks, baby. Email us too. We'll use it. Yes, you can email us. There's a link on that on that page, or just type in cruising at hatterentertainment.com and send us an email. Why is that funny? Because <laughs> peripherally, I can see your fingers moving. <laughs> yes, I'm typing. With, I'm doing. <laughs> you're typing. typing in the address while yeah. you say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can also uh, shout out to us on Twitter. Yes, at, at Cruising Show at is our Cruisin handle. Cruising Show is the handle. Or, or at Chris underscore Jeruso. Or at Greg Shegel underscore? No underscore? Underscores are for the birds. I'm a bird, folks. Flying high in the friendly sky. 
perfect rhyme. The show well, is also available. I'm rhyming, I'm rocking, and I'm rolling. <laughs> you are. You're like you're like doing your own musical all the time. The show is all speaking of music. Speaking of music, the show is also available at iTunes, iTunes. where we encourage you to rate the show five stars and write a review. If you don't know what to write, just write the word real or just write the word fun or write the word inspiring or rockin'. Rockin'. Perfect for Rock of Ages. Now, our guest on this episode, Tyler Shaneline, is a productive so-and-so. Oh, man. He's got so much going on. He's got a lot going on. In the year 2016, which is starting in two days. That's right, folks. He plans to have two, two books. books. Coming out from Image Comics in the year 2016. One of them, the first one is called The Beef. The Beef. Which is, uh, he's doing that with Richard Starkings with art by Shaky Kane. How hard is it for me to suppress referencing the Where's the Beef commercial? Apparently impossible because you just did. And how annoying is that to Tyler? Probably not at all. He probably expects it. What's annoying is if if you don't do it good. It's a conversation starter. Yeah, it's the conversation starter. How come Weird Al never did a... I'm the conversation starter parody of I'm the fire starter by the prodigy. Maybe he's just not talented enough. Maybe. The other book he's doing with uh, Andy Suriano, who's a very talented fellow. Liberty Justice. It's called Liberty Justice. If you want a taste of Liberty Justice, you can order the giant oversized Liberty Justice prequels on Andy Suriano's website, CosmicScoundrels.com. That collects these stories from various image comics over the years. Plus, Cosmic Scoundrels. You know what Cosmic Scoundrels is, Chris? That's the stories that uh, Tyler did with the co-creator of Homestar Runner, Matt Chapman. One of the brothers' chaps. One of the brothers' chaps. Homestar Runner. That was... You were all over Homestar Runner back in the day. Oh, man. Every Monday. I think it was every Monday. It might have been every Tuesday. I don't know. But every week, they... they, uh, Jacob and I would just kind of like live for that morning. Jacob Shabbat, past guest, episode Risky Business. Used to work with him. In cubi- cubicle next to cubicle. We couldn't we couldn't get enough of that home star. So that's why Cosmic Scoundrels is something I look forward to reading. All right. But don't forget Liberty Justice and the Beef. Also, Tyler Shaneline, T-Y-L-E-R-S-H-A-I-N-L-I-N-E. At that name, all one word, is on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. He'll be announcing some other things. I think he's got a podcast he's working on that sounds ridiculous but entertaining. Kind of like this one. But yet different. But yet different. Uh, Chris, what do you have to plug for yourself? ChrisGComics.com. Hey, you know what? There's there's information on how to get books, but there's also free webcomics every week. So check out G-Man Webcomics at chrisgcomics.com. For me, go to hatterentertainment.com. Also, pixcomic.com, where you can buy my book, Picks One Word This Weekend. Coupon code CRUISIN will save you 15% on the book in print, digital, or print-digital combo. Now, Chris. Yeah. One year ago today. Today is 1230. New Year's Eve is uh, tomorrow. One year ago today, our very first episode, our pilot episode of this show, Dropped on the world Podcasts Grow up so fast Would we call this Our podcast anniversary Or a podcast birthday Why wouldn't it be a cast anniversary? 
podcast anniversary, not a podcaster day. Podcaster day. It should be a podcaster day. But that's day. the question. Is it an anniversary or is it a birthday? The show launched. Is that the same thing as being born? I'm going to call it an anniversary. All right. Here's our first anniversary. Happy anniversary, Chris. Happy anniversary, Greg. Uh, any New Year's resolutions? I resolve to make all the rest of the episodes of Cruising Together be as best as we can make them. I love it. All two of them. I love it. To come. All two of them to come. Uh, I resolve to Call co-host the rest of the episodes of Cruising Together. I think I can do that. All right. Uh, there was something else I wanted to say, and now I can't remember what it was. I'm going to make a resolution to write some things down so I don't forget those things. But what if you forget to write them down? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Well, that's why you got to well, start. Well, I don't even know. You got to tie a string around your finger like Ronald Reagan did. So he remembered everything. Yep. He remembered jelly beans. <laughs> Ronald. That's a thing, right? People have done Ronald Reagan. That's a thing. Yeah, I, I remember that seeing a, somebody did a comic strip of that when I back when he was in office. If yeah. you can, if you can believe it, I believe it. That's how on point these people were back then. They came up with Ronald's ray gun. Oh, they did Ronald's ray gun. I think it might have been not Ronald Reagan, like yeah. Ronald Reagan. Playing I'm not sure. Like I'm, a, I'm thinking maybe Family Circus. But like, what about Ronald Reagan playing a space like a Flash Gordon? But his name is Ronald Reagan. Has that ever happened? I don't know, because he was an actor. I don't know if people know this. I don't know if anybody knows this. There is a comic book called Johnny Raygun. That's true. That's true. But I'm saying he used to be an actor. I think he was in a movie with an ape. With an ape? An ape. Speaking of movies with apes. Planet of the Apes? <laughs> no. Rock of Ages. He's got a monkey. Called Hey Man. Yeah. So let's get back to let's get back to that. Let's, the discussion. let's stop doing this part of the episode everyone hates and get back to the Nobody stuff hates that everyone it. likes. Nobody hates it. Yeah, they do. I got hate mail all the time. We know you don't hate it. Let us know on Twitter at Cruising Show, and we'll get back to Hey Man and the rest of the cast of Rock of Ages. Hey Man. We're back. Ready for round two. That's a selling point. This is a good song. Oh, I meant for the director. That isn't John Wilkes. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. Oh, that was great. Adam Schechter. Jimmy, I've told you 10,000 times. Oh, they're here. Girls drink free, dudes pay full freight. Oh, they're dudes. They that looks like, <laughs> look like ladies. That's an Aerosmith song. Nailed it. Bring your dreams. And when you're up there, you're untouchable. She made the trailer. Mary J. Blige made the trailer. Something a lot more cool. Fame. I thought they usually made trailers and made people want to see movies. <laughs> this man spews out three things. Sex. I saw Stacey Jacks. That was a pretty good thing. Yeah. When she drops like that. Yeah.
totally out of control. We're gonna shut them down. Our whole existence is riding on Stacy Jacks. Rock and roll. I should have just played this as my recap. Hey oh. <laughs> what? Oh, what a terrible song. Not this song, the uh We Built This City is a terrible song. Oh yeah. Legitimately voted one of the worst song the worst song of all time. I've heard that. That's Steve Perry here. You know what? I'll give you that. It's very Perry-esque. Right? That's because he's moving. Hey, man. Is he actually taller than Steve Perry? Is he what? Is he taller than Steve Perry? Oh, I don't know how tall Steve Perry is. They're both pocket men. I know that Tom Cruise is five foot seven. With whose shoes on? I didn't see that part. Oh, that was on the extended mix? Which I specifically watched because it was rated R. And said sexual situations. But and isn't so I, that just because Russell Brand makes more suggestive jokes? I, pretty much, yeah, because there was no nudity whatsoever. No, the closest you get to nudity is in that great, great strip club. <laughs> oh, the bathing suit competition? Where all the yeah. strippers are clothed. Oh, yeah. So offended. <laughs> As a friend of strippers, I, I, I just don't think that that movie did anyone justice whatsoever. What does that mean, friend of strippers? Um... My wife doesn't have the internet. It means <laughs> as a supporter of. Not that okay. I, so you don't have friends that are strippers. I do. Okay. Did. We won't even go near that. Seems Is like it a, because you're still friends with them and they no longer strip? Or there was a falling out? Or a tragedy? A combination of all three. Oh, God. Let's move on. This show's supposed to be funny. <laughs> Sorry about it's that. It's supposed to be about Tom. <laughs> Heroin. So go on. <laughs> Always a great punchline. Heroin. I like superheroes. What? Yeah. Like Wonder Ooh, Woman. That's great. Lady Ooh. superheroes are called heroines. Yeah, thank you. The heroine of this movie, Candace. Candace, right? Who's Candace? She's the. Isn't that her name? I thought it was Thomas Maplethorpe the Fourteenth. <laughs> well, I thought that was her had, name. You mentioned how tall Tom Cruise is five foot seven, and as we like to point out, his real name is that a wrestling like measurement, like that when they buff him up a little bit. <laughs> Listen, as far as I know, he's five foot seven. Uh. Oh, hold on. Speaking of wrestling, I know Chris is a fan of, of of old school wrestling. Did you happen to notice one of the bodyguards in this movie? One of his full name is Thomas Cruise. Okay. Father yes, of the I, I, Fair enough. <laughs> okay, that, I, I this movie took a little. This movie I was not able to watch this movie um, all the way straight through. I, I fell asleep after maybe fifteen minutes. Wait, you said Candace? Isn't that her name? Who? Who? The the the, the, the one that can dance? The, the Rolling Stone reporter, Constance. Okay, that's pretty close. The Vertigo character? Which Vertigo character? The Hellblazer? (laughs) John Constance Hellblazer? Yeah, Constance and Stades are both. (laughs) Sorry, my brain just collapsed on itself. When this movie started, started, I I thought, there's no way I'm going to be able to hang in. I'm not going to be able to, like, this is going to be so hard to watch this movie. And I fell asleep. Challenging. I woke up during Wanted Dead or Alive. And then... They pick up the bodyguards, pick up Constance, and they go, Wanted. And I'm like, and I, I'm like oh, Kevin Nash? Yes. What? Big Sexy himself. Uh, uh, Diesel, like, if I you did will. I not expect to see him. And then suddenly I was like, everything. It's like Tom Cruise is singing really well. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, now, I, will, I will give him that. I was surprised. His, he should have been a singer and not an actor. That is for sure. I'll say this. First of all, he's an excellent actor. Do not be smirched. The Cruise. I'm not besmirching. I'm just making a point that many have made besides myself. 
They're all wrong. But this is not the first movie Tom Cruise sings in. He sings in a movie called Magnolia during the musical segment. Save me. But does that count? Because no, he was. It's it was, not going to stop. That's right. It's not going to stop. Up, wise, wise up. up. Wise up. Wise up. Wise but up. Does Magnolia count because it's a documentary and he was playing himself? Yeah. Of course. This guy thinks it was a, he thinks it was a documentary. Yeah, I thought this was a rockumentary. <laughs> Based on that cod piece, it was a. Oh, mm, when that popped up there, when that popped piece up, was a belt buckle. That was a cod piece, I think. Right? It was a cod. It was a cod buckle. When he comes up, when he first see Stacy Jacks, he comes out of that sea of women. He is just wearing like a cod. piece. Oh yeah, yeah. See, again, I missed. I missed that the first time. And around. I turned to my wife and I said to her, "This is the greatest movie I've ever seen." <laughs> that entrance is pretty. It was wonderful, but it is not my top. Tom. What is your top Tom, Greg? Greg, tell us your top Tom right now. That's the Top Tom's What's Your Top Tom Greg remix by Chris. Thank you, Chris, for that. Hey, it's the musical episode. Remix. So Top Tom's, for people listening for the very first time, is the segment on the show where we talk about the top Tom Cruise moments in the movie. And it seemed as good a time as any to get to this because we brought up Stacy Jack's first appearing on the screen, which is pretty righteous. But as yep. I said before the before the segment, it's not my top Tom. Well, you can have more than one. I try to always narrow it down to one. Well, I've got if I have to narrow it down to one, I know what it is, and I'd like to say it before anybody else does. During his wanted dead or alive performance. Yes. He solves a crossword puzzle clue. <laughs> what is that crossword puzzle clue? Dalai Lama. Yes. <laughs> that is excellent. And when that happened, I thought that might be the top Tom because yep. it's incredible. I'm glad I got to go first. Believe it or not, because I watched this movie in, in sections in 30 minute chunks. You forgot about it. I forgot now. about that one. So my top Tom is a, a general Stacy Jacks move that happened several times. Which oh, is I know what I know what this one is. Every, this would have been my second choice. Every time he meets a woman, hand goes right to her boob, and it's almost her, like he uses like psychic powers to assess them in that moment. See, I read that he was feeling their heart. I know. Though that's the thing. It's like the way he went about it was a bit odd. But he was clearly because when he gets to Patricia, and he puts his hand on her boob, he first of all sends her into like total vapors, <laughs> beyond any vapors, except for my second top, Tom. And then he says, he's like, your boobs have held up and just walks away. And she's, you know, a puddle of emotions. That's a that's a sophisticated way of putting it. Yes. That's a moist way of putting that. Now, statement. my second Oof. my second top Tom is closer to the end of the movie when he comes into the bourbon room and he makes eye contact with Constance and the groupie runs up and kisses him and he never loses eye contact. That whole yep. sequence, he never loses he's eye like contact holding, with her. Holding a hand like just, just a sec <laughs> just here. Just a second. Then he gets to her, and he says, open your mouth, yeah. and then like uses his powers, his rock god powers, to pull the breath out of her, and then he just <laughs> shoves his entire face into her mouth. It's pretty remarkable. So those are my top Toms. Of many, he, I'm going to say this, I thought he was great in this movie. He steals the steal, show. Steal, steal, show stealing superstar performance. While not my favorite 
movie Tom Cruise has been in, this is easily my favorite Tom Cruise performance of anything. He's What's your favorite that. movie? Magnolia. That movie's amazing. It's so I good. Absolutely love that film. Super great. And uh, I have you. You. I actually noted four top toms. You guys already took two of them. But oh, my, doing this category style. Yes. <laughs> my my top tom. I might. You guys might not have seen it because it might have been only in the uh, R-rated hardcore edition. So hardcore. Where they did you see them perform "Pour Some Sugar on Me"? No. That's oh, okay. He performed "Pour Some Sugar on Me," and he has oh, that's, that's in there. He has Is the it? bottle of champagne or some sort. Oh of, yeah, yeah. He, and he yeah, just yeah, starts he jacking off oh, yeah, into the, the audience, and there's just foam just right. spraying out of his movie. crotch. And there's more in that bottle than you could ever possibly fill, and it is glorious. Again, another moment where I turn my life and I go, "This movie just keeps getting he does, better." He does some good bottle work because then there's a scene with with Paul where he gives him the 150 year old champagne, and he starts drinking champagne as he pees on Paul's shoe. That nice was that of, was another great moment. I forgot about which that. Which is too. impressive because he's able to, as he's drinking, unzip With through that hand, mighty codpiece, unfurl, aim, aim, pee, and then rezip with the hand still hold. It's a, that's like a move Carol Spinney could do as as Big Bird because he's got that hand up in the air <laughs> and he's able to do so many other things at the same time. He is known for peeing on children on that show. So <laughs> I'm just saying, if Carol Spinney wanted to, he probably and he could. does. Saying there's a this the guy's dexterous. You'd probably do it on roller skates. <laughs> he's a could. he's a serial killer that takes out other serial killers. What? You said he was dexterous. Yeah, yeah, like Dexter. Exactly. That's what oh, dexterous man. means. That's what I thought. I have a sound effect for that, but it's uh, I can't get to it in time. Is let's, it? Let's good joke, Tyler. You're you the funniest wait? guy I've no, ever met. No, no. <laughs> unless you want to redeliver the line. I don't remember the line. Do you mean that he's I'm still not ready? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Should we get out of Top Toms as you do this? Uh, wait, sure. I had one more oh, wait. Top Tom. I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm sorry. Hey, deliver the line. During the... Oh. You mean he's a serial killer who kills other serial killers? What? <laughs> and then you said something. I thought that's what I said. Uh, and then the you explained line. it. What was the punchline? It's dexterous. Oh, isn't that what dexterous means? Oh, yeah. It didn't even... Oh, it's because I faded out. So totally worth it. Sound effect about that nailed was really it. What's, what's your other top Tom? Come on, Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Wor- yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> I could have made that sound on my own. Yeah, seriously. Why couldn't you just do it with your mouth? Oh, mouth too, yeah. Maybe I did. Or your butt. I threw up from my ass. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> that was another great line. That was a good line from uh, Alec Baldwin's. My other top Tom moment was during Rocky Like a Hurricane when he let out that especially high-pitched Rocky Like a Hurricane. I don't even know if I remember that one. Oh, man. It was, it was, it was like women, female-esque with this ear-shattering pitch that was perfect. It was, it was wonderful. And it was, again, another – I just think he really – He definitely looked like he was having fun up there. Yeah. That was the thing. Is he, 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 was, he wasn't super serious and he wasn't running everywhere. Which and, is funny because in Magnolia, it looks like he's having a blast when he is putting on that show. Oh yeah! Like when he's saying, you know, little Lily Sally, what, what does he call her? <laughs> little Sally, whatever. And he does that walk. <laughs> yes. Sorry, we're going into Magnolia territory. Save me from this segment. You got it, buddy. I will get out of it right now. Hey, Chris, I took a photo from my garage. Can you tell me what that who that is? Wait, hold on. Let's get the theme song out of the way. No, who is that? Tyler just showed me a picture. Oh, James phone. Brown. <laughs> oh, there it is. James Brown, the he's godfather James, of soul. A James Brown statue that he has in his garage. 
a, a future guest on Macho Man. James Brown? Yes. Oh, man. What movie? When we talk about Rocky, uh, uh, Rocky, Rocky, three. Rocky three. Ralph Macho's in Rocky three. No. Hulk Hogan Apollo is. is. Apollo Creed is. Oh, Hulk Hogan also is. Yes. Thunderlips. Hulk, Hulk Hogan is also is. <laughs> yeah. That's a sentence. It is a sentence. Also is. Yeah. No, Rocky Four. Oh, where he saves the world from communism. No, I'm saying Rocky Four is James Brown's appearance. Oh, yeah, because he's living in a Because that's yeah. where Apollo I will break him. Wait, what? That's where Apollo Creed. Yeah. Flat it, lines. Yeah. I'm slightly excited for the new uh, Rocky Creed? Apollo Creed movie, yeah. Just called Creed. I just like that he's playing the Burgess Meredith character now. For <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Oh, yeah, so can, we, yeah. can we talk about the director of this film? Adam Shankman? Adam Shankman. Well, here's what's interesting about the director of this film. When, when I approached you about doing this, yes. you were, your reaction was, oh, God, an Adam Shankman movie. And I have no nothing. But then I went and looked up Adam Shankman, and he is responsible for a movie I believe I saw with you, Chris, bringing down the house. Steve Martin, Queen Latifah. Yeah, yes. which should be a black eye on anybody's career, but one of my wife's favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Impeccable taste in men and film. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about Adam Shankman. So Adam Shankman is a person that I, I think he's incredibly terrible at his job. If you look at a lot of the movies he's that made. That job being directing movies? Directing films. Okay. Just bad at it. And bad at making money for the studios he works for. If you look, this movie itself didn't even make half of its budget back, I don't think. I don't pay any attention. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's about the cruise. It is about the cruise. It's about, it's about the trip. And uh, right. we're, we're cruising together. It's about the trip. But I'm most familiar with him. Most familiar with him from a show that uh, one of my shows I watch a lot with my wife, which is uh, So You Think You Can Dance. I've heard of that show. He, is a, he was a judge for many seasons on this show. Is he a dancer? He was a dancer. He's a choreographer. In okay. fact, the choreographer of uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of, of dance, and the choreographer of Rock of Ages was Mia Michaels, who I'm also a fan of. So that was some of the choreography was 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 pretty well done. But why I want to bring this up is he is no long he no longer has time for. So you think he can dance as he's making these big budget horrible movies, and they've actually replaced the judges on that show. And one of the current judges is the top cop in pop herself, Paula, Paula Abdul. Abdul. Wow, I was I was hoping. I was hoping that's where this was going. She's, but she didn't choreograph any of this movie. She could have. She, oh, absolutely, she could have. Top cop and pop. Uh, top cop and. I like to think that she was on stage and she was letting me and Michaels know, like giving like the nod. Now on, so you think you can stuff? Because I don't watch it. Have they ever referred to her as the top? Do they listen to this show? They do not. Have, well, unfortunately, they have not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yet. Just a matter of time before they call her the top cop and pop. Have they and, referred to her just just as a cop? Not as or a, a top. They did refer to her as a top because she spins. Sure, yeah, that's why. Uh, no, she she they not refer to that as yet. Um, I'm I'm hoping for. Uh, I keep tweeting at them that she's the top Are cop you? and pop. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I've only gotten as far, well. Getting blocked means that you're like the number one person for for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I'm getting blocked. All blocks the time. are like the first thing you play with as a little kid. Yes, it's like first toy. You are blocked. You're first in line. You're getting those seats blocked for you. Like, they block seating for you. Like, everything about being blocked is the best. Speaking of the best, I think we've completely missed the best. Thomas Cruz, Thomas Maple Dong Cruz, the 40th. Thomas Cruz, Maypother, the 4th. Yes. Maple Dong isn't so bad. No. I love Maple that's Dong. His, that's his lumberjack name. <laughs> that's the most popular flavor. <laughs> you, that's what they I, call I those. This House of Packers International. What do you mean you don't have Maple Dong? Wait, that's what they call one of those. Uh, 
long donuts, right? That are the maple icing, the maple yes. dong. Um, they do now. Yeah. If they didn't, that's done. <laughs> sure. Let me get one of them uh, maple dongs. <laughs> Those are maple dongs. Old fashions are prolapsed assholes. Yikes. Because they're all crinkly. I just because I eat them. But <laughs> I think that we're, what we're doing is we're, we're completely glazing over. Donuts. Glazing. Yes. Perfect. You like that? <laughs> the best part of the film that wasn't Tommy Don Cruise. Uh, what is it? A baboon by the name of Hey Man. Hey Man. <laughs> I don't know if you guys were as won over by that shtick as I was, but my, every time he showed up, he was making drinks. It was, it was a baboon. I think People, when, he, when he shows up wearing that... The leather outfit? Not the leather outfit. That sort of like South American dictator outfit. Oh my God, I forgot. Yes. I thought that was the best instance of Hey Man. But here's the thing. So many years ago, I don't know, can't tell you the exact year, but... It's long been a trope that like monkeys make things funnier. Yes. That's what people believe, like you. Yeah. I got a little tired of the monkeys make everything funnier trope because it wasn't always true. And Give I me one instance where it's, where it's not true. Where monkeys don't... Where monkeys did not make something that was bad better or make something that was great amazing. I'll have to think about it. But Noah's Ark? Sure. Noah's Ark. But I decided that I bears... That bears were an old one. Bears were better than monkeys, and bears should show up more than monkeys do. As a bear, I agree. There you go. So, wow. the mere appearance of Heyman, a baboon, doesn't do it. The fact that his name was Heyman yes. made it great. And the fact that he had a different outfit each time was good. When he walks in and he goes, he goes, Heyman, yes. and Paul Giamatti says, hey to him, he's like, no, I was talking to Heyman. Yeah. Amazing. What made it an extra level of complexity for me was, first of all, there was already a wrestler in this movie. Oh, my God, right. And then there's Paul Giamatti yeah. playing a guy named Paul. Yeah. And then it's like Paul and Heyman. Paul Heyman is a famous wrestling personality. That's true. That is amazing. So, so I New York thinking here. about Paul Heyman. When aren't we thinking about Paul Heyman? Well, before and after the movie. <laughs> but all during the movie, <laughs> I was thinking about him. <laughs> Because I, of the monkey. Right. And I was not able to enjoy the monkey because... He's scary. Yes. <laughs> I was I was apprehensive. At, uh, every time he was like, he's going to bite somebody's fingers yeah, off. That monkey was scary. Hey man was scary. As somebody who's met a few monkeys, I mean, I don't know if you ever saw that uh, when Brown and I got to meet the uh, monkey from, I think he was an outbreak and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, no. Did you get his autograph? Uh, we, uh, on my head. He sat on our heads. I, <laughs> might have seen, I, I, I may have seen yeah, that picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when we were on the set of, what was it? Some TV show. You're always, sunny, you're always, yeah, a, sunny, yeah, you're yeah. always a sunny boy in Philadelphia? And the guy was bringing him around. <laughs> I'm going to make a show called You're Always a Sunny Boy in Philadelphia about an old man who just like, hey, sunny boy. <laughs> just calls everybody sunny boy. I will watch that on the Lifetime Network. It's going to be on IFC. Oh, I will not watch that then. Well, because you don't get it or you hate IFC? I don't you hate get it. independent I, film? I, no. You hate independent film? No, I love you independent. You love blockbusters like Rock of Ages and things directed by Adam Shankman. The, the Shank Man, as we call him in the house. The Shank Man, the only kind of man. You know, also, <laughs> I, I forgot we mentioned, he also made the Hairspray remake that was... Which I never saw. Oh, man. Well, you're not a John Waters fan to begin with. Uh, I remember you, you, bef- like, you on Crybaby at one point. And it, I've never seen Crybaby, which is a musical. It is. God, you were tearing apart... I Tearing you apart. The worst Journey song. Every, every day. It's Journey. Well done. Thank you. You nailed Thanks. it. Thanks. Thanks. Boom. Journey brings everything to a screeching hey, halt. You know, if I... 
could have changed anything about this movie. What? 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 It would be. This is a story about control. Pros. I would cruise include, control. Would include, oh, wait, let's explain to people what's happening. I get it. This is cru- there are people who have lis- been listening to. Uh, the, what's what's you, you want to think that every comic book could be somebody's first comic book, no, and every podcast people, could be somebody's first. There podcast. are people who in 2016 are listening to Machio Men. Name them: Robert, Evan, Lewis, Luann. Okay, you've made Regina, your point. You've made your point. Stacy, you I, know all of my family. <laughs> of course, I do. Especially Luann. These now, are just, these are just she's based, the comic strip was based off of my cousin Luann, actually. I, I did not know that. Yes. I thought he was just listing the same list that he saw in Romper, Romper Room. <laughs> that magic mirror. Yeah, it was. <laughs> can I say it was really weird when I walked in and you guys were just both sitting there watching old videos of Romper Room? On our separate phones, of course. No, there were videos. You have actually a VCR in oh, the house VCR. here. It's right over there. Yeah. At, it's true. I think you're the only person besides me who has a VCR in their house. There's got to be two other people. Nope. It's a community. It Name them. Elvis, uh-huh. not Presley, not Costello. Yeah, Jones. McNamara. It's Elvis McNamara. Oh. My favorite quarterback. <laughs> and uh, Luann Minchkin. So I know a lot of Luanns. Apparently. It's a very popular name where I come from. Well, when the comic strip came out, the Luann boom happened, and everyone said, Yeah, but it was like, like Kathy. Like, no one named their kids Kathy anymore, or Kathy for better or for out. worse. Nope. I mean, I know like three people named for better or for worse. <laughs> but it, it was a minute. Yeah, it was, a it was minute. Like a hot minute. This is the segment where we talk about would that we were in control of the movie, what we would change. Chris, you are in cruise control. Well, what I was going to say was uh, that that Journey song you were just singing right. should have been included, and you should have been performing it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you thought of that before we started recording, huh? No. <laughs> no, and? It was off the cuff <laughs> after you sang it, and I'd say, hey, that... That would have made the movie better. All right. Do you have another cruise control? Uh, I don't want. I don't have one locked and loaded. Well, right. okay. Yes. Okay. It's more of a generalization. But uh, Will Forte is in this movie. Yeah, he sure is. And uh, I would like to see more of him. He has two scenes. Yeah. Could have given him three. A lot of this movie, I would see people in it, and I go. I want to talk to them about what it was like to be in a scene with Tom Cruise, like Will Forte and Malin Ackerman. Malin Ackerman plays Constance. Oh, that's right. She has a name. Yeah, she has a name. <laughs> and she's on Children's Hospital, which is one of the great shows of all time. And I just, and like that whole scene with, with like the, the ridiculous makeout seems funny. I, that, like, well, that, that ridiculous makeout was ridiculous, but also their first scene together where they were in, in the, on the pool table was yeah. also ridiculous. I want to know what love is. Yeah. Yeah. No, the whole thing is insane. And then just, uh, it would be funny to ask Will Forte, like, what was it like to be in a scene? Because all he's doing is running back and forth that microphone. Yeah. It's fun. I just think that's funny. I, I agree. Hence, I would like to have seen more. All right. There we go. Uh, Tyler, do you want to do the next cruise control? I would love to. Um, honestly, it's it's there's not a tremendous amount I would change about the movie. I would actually add more well, to it. That's fine. That's a change. I would love Hold to on. have seen... Adding a is a cha- that? Adding is a change. Okay, I would like to add more of Chico to the movie. And Chico uh, is the barback guy. Chico was a, a Latino barback <laughs> who was who who had the line. Somebody walks by him and goes, 
Jesus. And he goes, Jesus is my brother. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I can't believe in this day and age we're still going to go there. But well, it was 1987. Oh, this is true. This film was. This Which film also was explains. Um, we want to get into some other territory here. Why there was only one black person in the entire movie. <laughs> there, I didn't even realize there was. Yeah, Mary J. Mary Blige. J. Blige. Oh, that's right. Because we're. I'm like, is that Mary J. Blige? There is. is there Mary? is actually at one point another black person in the movie, like in the background, somewhere. <laughs> I noticed it. Wait, doesn't she come up and talk to Mary J. at the? She's the other black person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Is that some sort of a test? Like it's the two? They, they recreate that scene from Airplane, where they talk. The jive, jive talking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't write Airplane, guys. You didn't? No. Then why am I sticking around for your airplane cast? After Greg Siegel, not Greg Zucker. Oh, I'm sorry. I blamed you for all the scary I'm not movies. Not one of the Zucker bros. Yeah, don't blame me for those scary movies. Uh, I have a few top uh, cruise controls, not top toms. One, I would have set the movie in 1990. Oh, I guess I'm done. By the way. Oh, sorry. Are you done? I had one last thing to add. Okay. Uh, when they were in the strip club, they could have added some nudity. And I think they missed it when when all the when all the clientele and the and, and the men start dancing with them on the stripper poles and start doing their m- moves on the stripper poles as well. Yeah, just the hilarity that oh, I'm saying the men should have been nude as well. I don't want to sure. just see naked. I want to see naked dudes Can too. Can I ask you a question? Because yeah. you're a friend of strippers. Yes. All right. So at one point, a friend the, of the stripper. At one point in the strip club, there's like the, the when she first goes in, and they're singing "Hard in My Heart" and the other song, which is uh, songs you constantly here inside strip clubs. shadows of the night they got the ladies dancing on the poles and there's a point where like a song ends and a woman is horizontal on the pole like her legs are locked and they just she just drops and stops fully horizontal yep what is sexually interesting about like what's happening there <laughs> well you like i get i understand on some level pole dancing it's like the pole is a stand-in and there's like a lot of writhing around mm-hmm. it but the full horizontal drop and stop, I don't <laughs> quite understand. It's much like riding a roller coaster when you go up to the top and then you plummet down. You 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 see that person drop from the pole and you think they're gonna hurt themselves. It's, it's like watching wrestling. That person is gonna get hurt. Right. And they, right at the last second, they pull it together most of the time and and stop. Right. And don't and don't turf out on the uh, sure. slimy floor. Would be amazing if this was seems, the Olympics. It seems to it seems though to veer from the prime directive. <laughs> yeah, the prime directive is make it's it like, sexy. Don't impress me with your athleticism <laughs> yeah. right now. We're not in the Olympics. This is not Olympic. Pole you guys dancing. don't watch base jumping and just get really aroused. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't have videos to show you guys. <laughs> All right, so there's no explanation for why that's because that's not that doesn't just happen in this movie. I believe that I, happens I think in the world. Usually, I think it's just a matter of like exploring everything that can possibly be done on a pole, whether it's sexy or not. <laughs> and I'm also worried that if I go into detail about this, I'm going to sound even creepier than I already do. Impossible. All right. Basically, I think what it is too is they usually time it to the music itself. So when they drop, it's when the music builds to a crescendo. So you're right. trying to it's it's and, and it's it happens not, in the movie. The mo- the song stops and they come and they, they drop. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not something that. I would imagine any one of them can do. It's but a like, skill. But it's I, a, I, but it's I like also, being able to do a hurricanrana off the top rope. You know, it's it's something. You know, it's it's. But like, you can end the dance by doing the splits, and that's like a whole. That's like a thing. Like, oh wow, look how that person bends. This is literally just like, <laughs> like a falling horizontally. My thigh strength is incredible. I it, don't. It, is what, that, is, is I'm sorry. Go, yeah, they are squeezing onto something as they slide down right. it. Maybe that's it, and then releasing, and then tightening up again. Yes. All right. Your bathroom's right here, right? 
Yep. All Anytime right. you need to take a break, just don't. Uh, I'm going to bring the mic with me. <laughs> Did you throw up in your pants? In the front pants. pants. <laughs> Not from your ass. Uh, my cruise controls are I would set the movie in 1990. <laughs> Seems simple enough. So it would have been a grunge film? No, because it been singles too. Because that w- 1990 is more technically when rock really sort of died, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and New Kids on the Block sort of rose in 88, 89. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Z Boys, really. And that would have made much more relevance to the Z Boys. Boys. Extra E, extra Z for extra flavor. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> if I ever interview Paul Giamatti, I'm going to ask him, the- how many times did you throw up having to say that <laughs> the way you said it? Because that was. Gross. The line, names that end with Z are very big right now. <laughs> I, I, it's so correct. It's so absolutely true. Uh, and then I would have had them actually sing the song, Oh Sherry. Uh, you lost me again. And there's one rock and roller who's missing from this movie. And it's upsetting. There should have been at least a Huey Lewis song. Maybe the heart <laughs> of rock and roll. That would have fit right in for crying out loud. You didn't have finally that a look. song for my dad. <laughs> hey, how is Huey Lewis the News any different from Foreigner Ario Speedwagon? None of them were also had the newspaper that came with the rest yeah. of the band. Huey Lewis didn't have long hair, man. Whatever, dude. He Heart did have a song about about drugs, though. Yeah. specifically about yeah. About I them. want a new drug. Yeah, yes. new one. Yeah, a new one. He, he was, mean, uh, to be fair, it is a cover of a Weird Al song. He did cover <laughs> yeah, I Want a New Duck. True. So I mean, really, he, did, he barely wrote it. Barely. And then Ray Parker Jr. The less said, the better. Am I right, guys? Mm-hmm. Well, who uh, are we going to call? Nobody. Let's get out of cruise control. <laughs> Did you see uh, Ray Parker Jr.'s other hits in uh, the Key and Peele sketch? I have not seen that yet. I'm actually, unfortunately, have not seen a lot of Keen Peel. Gremlins. One of my favorite movies is Gremlins Two, and apparently there's an amazing episode about Ooh. or something. Like that. Let me ask you this: How about would you like to play a round of? Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot is a segment on this show where we talk about what <laughs> role Tom Hanks would play. Oh God! In this movie, there's a lot of people in this movie, a lot of parts. Who would you cast? What would, where would Tom Hanks be best placed in this movie? I, I think it's... Tearing the tickets at the front of the theater. No, he's got to be in the movie, bro. I have, I have a, I have I, but a, I like this movie. He would take... Oh, you Alec, like Tom Hanks? I'm sorry. I, I, this is going to stress our friendship oh because not, the, the only actor that, I, I, that turns me off more than Tom Cruise is Tom Hanks. But you and I share a love for Joe versus the Volcano. We do. And also a little film called The Burbs. I've never seen The Burbs. You've never seen The Oh. I've never seen The Burbs. I can't remember. I, I, I've, heard, still, I've heard. I've I know heard. You, I, I, I know you, you don't have the Netflix, but. I've heard things about the burbs. It's, it's on the to do list. It's Joe Dante. I've heard of Joe Dante. Gremlins. Right? Mm hmm. And yeah. Gremlins Tom 2 Hanks the new batch. Gremlins? He played Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Little known fact. Little known factoid. So. Thomas Hanklethorpe the fourth. <laughs> Hanklebone, right? What was it? <laughs> Dingle Dong. Dingle Dong. So, who would you put Tom Hanks? How would you cast Tom Hanks? I think I feel like the easy choice is oh, the mayor. No, the easy choice is Alec right. Baldwin's role. You think so? Yeah, he could do it. He could definitely do it. Yeah. without much. I see. I think it'd be interesting to see him as Paul. But the manager. Would, would Tom Hanks be willing to make out with Russell Brand hard? Like, uh, I don't the, know if they made out hard. They made out pretty well. The, again, maybe it was in the version I saw. I mean, they kissed each other. 
Wait, the, their pants didn't nothing. No, nope, nothing with their pants. They didn't throw up in their pants from the front. Oh, that was the extended edition. <laughs> yeah, extended. Tom Hanks about does donors. have experience playing a business manager, music business manager. That's right. Yeah. In Philadelphia. That's right. In Philadelphia, they Philadelphia. start that band. The sell uh, the seventy sixers. What's what is the other movie there? That thing you do. The thing with you the do. Eaters? Oh, good lord! <laughs> How about if Tom Hanks played Hey Man? You even yep done. Wait, is he wearing a monkey costume? He Can just he, has like he just has those Mister Peepers ears that uh, what's his name wore on Saturday Night Live. The Rock. No, well yes, he did play Chris Peepers. Ca- Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. He's wearing Chris Kattan ears to play. Wait, hey those Man. Are, those are fake ears he had on. One of them was okay. Yeah, the other one was completely real, a hundred percent. Chris Kattan's completely asymmetrical. That's what made Mango so believable. I thought he just had somebody punch him in the side of the head. And after he had taken that much abuse, he's like, you know what? The other one, I just... Let's, did you already, did you stop the show? No. <laughs> We're done here, people. Like, oh, did that happen again? I was going so, so to take us out of... I'm in mid-sentence. I thought we were time. switching over to Catancast. I was going to take us out of Hanks a lot. Talk about Corky Romano. Hanks a lot. Now you can talk about Chris Catan's ears all you want. Well, actually, you know what I, I do I want to talk about? Something we just, we just briefly, briefly great, uh, uh, approached was the Russell Brand, uh, Jack Donaghy uh, uh, relationship. All right. Or what's his real name? Uh, Stephen Alec, is it Alec Baldwin? Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, because at the beginning of the movie. Plays Dennis Dupree. Yes. Uh, uh, beginning of the movie, uh, actually, I think he was one of the highlights of the film, too, especially when I. Well, he's Alec Baldwin. He knows, he, knows how to, he knows how to do that thing. He knows well, how to tow that, like, camp line. I thought it was Tom Hanks that did the things. He does that thing you do. Oh. My, my yeah. mistake, my mistake. Um, just at the beginning of the movie, him and Russell Brand are having this moment when they're talking and they get really close. Like After they sing, I love rock and roll. Yes. Yeah. And I say that a thing I say a lot while watching wrestling when the two dudes are right next to each other. Well, just kiss, just kiss. And then later in the movie, they kissed. And again, my wife got to hear, this is the greatest movie. I just fell out. I was so happy. She was like, you're so excited for them right now. And I'm like, this is an incredibly predictable film from beginning to end. Everything about it. You know every single Thing that's going to happen, except for when Russell Brand and Jack Donaghy start making the out. One hard. thing I did not predict was I didn't I didn't predict that Drew was going to find all her old records at that Tower Records. Really? Yeah, I didn't. Oh, when they because they had her name on it and they kept going yeah. back to the record store. I was like, he's going to. I thought those records were just a device to get them to meet each other, and that we'd never see those records Can again. We talk about that first scene. Well, hold on. I was relatively sure that he was going to go into a secondhand store looking for a beret of some sort, a raspberry. Bearing? Possibly, possibly, sure. and he was going to come across them, uh-huh. and so I was waiting for that moment. But the Tower Records no, thing. Prince. Also, it was so much fun seeing a Tower Records again. Just it, it brought back a lot of memories as, as a kid hanging out. It at did Tower. make me think about the fact that Tower Records went out of business. Oh, as well they should. <laughs> That's what you get for not hiring me when I applied five times to the Tower Records in Stockton. I thought it was interesting that the records were nine dollars and ninety eight cents a record, and now a digital CD is more expensive. It's weird. A What's digital happening? CD. Yeah, digital CD. That's <laughs> Get your digital should. CDs from Grandpa Records. <laughs> Listen, Sonny Boy in Philadelphia. <laughs> Chris, you wanted to talk about something? The first scene, uh, Drew comes to her, tries to come to her. He sees across the street that this this oh. guy's grabbing her suitcase yeah. and runs off. He, he runs across the road. He dodges a car, yeah. gets to the girl, and then he just... Gives up completely. Yes. Like, he says, "Are you okay?" Like the hardest part was crossing the street. Now he's on the other side of the street. He could he could chase this guy down, and he just yeah. He's stops. seconds away from the man. He could have also uh, 
my another great part of this movie is when that guy that, that, that robs her walks up to her and you're and he walks up he's all he's all welcome to Hollywood and steals her bag and runs away. Yeah. How about the fact that the only bag she has is full of records? <laughs> hey, I just left Oklahoma. I'm going to go to Los Angeles with a bag of records. <laughs> As one does. And no way to play them. No way to play them. I've, she, nope. had, she, had, oh, she kept putting them in her Walkman. In her, in her, in yeah. her portable, her portable yeah, LP player. She did have a Walkman. Yes. Why did she one point, I thought that she was. I thought that was going to reveal that she had a record player inside that suitcase. But no, she <laughs> is. Just records? Yep. And several she changes needed, of clothes. She needed the vinyl albums so that, like, when she looked at them, she could like rub her her hand across it. I guess yeah, was it because well, it was also at the point in time where records were no longer in vogue. Like there was it was a, it was it was a lot of cassettes. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of you know, and, and I don't think it was in vogue around then. It was a lot of cassettes, cassettes. and singles. Yeah, and I think CDs were starting at that point. Oh, and they had the super awesome yeah. long boxes, long boxes, maple long boxes, <laughs> maple long boxes. <laughs> maple some. box is the best flavor. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>